Well, it's been an iconic festival on the Australian music calendar for years, but now Blues Fest has found itself mired in controversy. Two leading Australian artists, rock group King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and singer Sampa the Great have withdrawn from the event after another band, Sticky Fingers, was added to the bill last week. Now, Sticky Fingers lead singer Dylan Frost has been accused of being violent, racist and transphobic in multiple incidents, including allegedly being violent towards Indigenous artist Thelma Plum in 2016, for which he later apologised and spoke publicly about attending therapy for alcohol and mental health issues. Peter Noble is the director of the Byron Bay Blues Festival. Peter, welcome to RN Drive. How are you, Andy? I'm well. In a statement you issued overnight, you described what's unfolded in recent days as a, quote, witch hunt, and that your ongoing support for Sticky Fingers is indicative of Blues Fest's, quote, inclusivity. Given the reaction, do you still stand by those comments? It has been so difficult for me as a person who puts on a music festival where I just really believe that people have got a right to be artists and perform to deal with this entire situation, which I was still negotiating by my recollection with both King Gizzard and Sampa's representatives sometime on Monday. But I had told them the previous day, Sunday, that I was wrestling with their demand for me to cancel Sticky Fingers to remain on the bill. My conscience in the end would not allow me to do it. I took a lot of time speaking with Sticky Fingers representatives, fully expected they would be cancelled because they have endured cancel culture now for a number of years. I went into it and perhaps one of the strongest uh, thoughts that I had to really deal with was the fact that I was a trained psychiatric nurse. Um, I worked at Gladesville Hospital in Sydney in the refractory ward. That is where they have a pit and a wall. And that is where we put people back then in the 70s who were bipolar schizophrenics. We basically threw away the key. And Dylan, the singer from Sticky Fingers, is a diagnosed bipolar schizophrenic. He has a major mental health issue. And I'm not trying to forgive him for his transgressions in the past, but I do support his efforts at redemption, of redeeming himself by getting therapy, pulling back on whatever it is what was triggering those outbursts. And, when you, and, I, and I guess to somebody's on the receiving end, because I've seen it happen many times, we used to put people in the manic end into the padded cells. And when they were in the depression then, we would hit them with Ligactyl and knock them out for days so they couldn't self-harm. It's an awful thing to be around people who have a mental health issue when they are in any type of episode or acute phase. They feel like they're going to be violent. They feel like they're going to do all sorts of things when, in fact, they're having a psychotic episode that we have very little understanding of, and I understand that. But at some point, let's be realistic here. The man has an illness, a disease, and we're not showing any shred of forgiveness toward him 
all these years later. Okay, Peter, I do want to quote you uh, from the statement of uh, from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They say, as a band and as human beings, we stand against misogyny, racism, transphobia and violence. I mean, that sort of appears to be at odds with what you're saying. Well, they I, I'm not saying they can't feel like that, but I but my discussions with them, as well as with Sampler's representatives, uh, would you please take the time to understand why this man acted the way he did and that he wasn't in control of his actions. He was having a psychotic phase. And if you get that understanding, you may come to the position that I'm at, which I want to support him in his efforts at redemption and being able to once again take part in the Australian music industry for the gifted wonderful artist that he is. I think his efforts are heroic, in fact. And we need to understand this because we, we, we don't like discrimination as a people, do we? But, it's, but where do you draw the line for someone who has a psychiatric illness and does at times have an episode but has been dealing with it to the point for the last five years where there hasn't been one. So you've spoken about forgiveness and and putting the the band on the bill as an opportunity for forgiveness. I've heard you say that. But it's clear that many in the industry, in the music industry, have not forgiven, have not forgotten. Apart from speaking to the representatives of these two artists, did you speak and consult with anyone else in the industry before putting sticky fingers on the bill? There are many people in the industry, and out of the 75 artists who are playing, not one other at the moment is talking about cancel, cancellation. Now, that is a significant number in comparison to the two who have discussed cancellation. So I, I do think that we, in the post-COVID era, where so much mental illness has been, a, has just been occurring around us and has become quite a discussion point, that we really do need to discuss mental illness and how people deal with it and function in society. Peter, you said that in your statement that he has transgressed in the past, but not for many years. I mean, some allege that's not the case. Do you know of any more recent incidents? I do know that um, that Dylan, when he was on stage at Festival Hall, left the stage. Um, I do suspect that he was having an, an onset. But he didn't do anything in any way. Are you confident that there haven't been any other incidents? I mean, have you sought assurances from Dylan Frost or his representatives to that end? Absolutely. I've met with him as recently as two days ago and saying, is there anything I don't know? On RN Drive, I'm speaking with the director of Byron Bay Blues Festival, Peter Noble. I just want to ask you, Peter, what negotiations or conversations you did have with these two artists in the lead-up to their decision to withdraw. You said that you were speaking to them on Monday. A representative has told Double J that Sampa the Great was trying to withdraw for more than a week. Is that true? Um, there is. There was an email that was accepted after the press releases had been sent to media wanting to withdraw. We then went into conversations the next day about what was conditions initially for that artist to continue on the bill. And then later, when they insisted that I cancel Sticky Fingers, we had further negotiations about what that looked like. And when we got to a point where a demand was made of a further payment, I, I withdrew. So are you saying that Sampa the Great would have performed with Sticky Fingers if you'd paid her more money? 
I'll repeat what I just said. They, the, in the end, it was a demand to cancel Sticky Fingers and more money be spent by my company. So it's a commercial, could, you're saying it's a commercial decision rather than a, a, a moral I mean, or philosophical after, one? Well, after those initial emails, it, it, those discussions were happening into Monday. But certainly I wavered at some point. It must have been about Friday, and I went, how much do I want to damage my business here? And I did get, I did start to go to that point of saying, I am considering cancelling Sticky Fingers. But then when I spoke at Australian Music Week last Saturday and about the whole issue, and I, and I really read how the public was reacting, and only one person out of all those in the attendance of my keynote had an issue, and people were walking up saying, it's about time people stood up for people who cannot even do an interview themselves without being crucified. It's about time we did that as an industry, that we care about the people who want to be in it and have major hurdles to overcome to follow their passion. It, it really is. It, it is about redemption. It is about forgiveness. And, and for those people who can't do that, I just artists, I just hope they find out the facts because the more I dig into it, the more muddy it becomes. You said earlier that, you know, this is in part your feeling against cancel culture. Yeah. Don't artists have the right to make decisions for themselves? Don't King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard have the right to play where they feel comfortable? I want to say this, that King Gizzard's entered into a contract that is... Um, puts them into a situation that I would have taken legal advice on if I was their representatives before I went public. I don't think I can really comment more than that. Peter, more, more broadly, at the very least, you'd agree the music industry more or less needed to clean up its act to have seen revelation after revelation to that end. You could certainly understand why there are strong attitudes towards these kind of allegations. Is it possible that you're out of touch with the expectations of a modern audience? I mean, Is this a bit of a lesson well, for you? It's funny, I was talking to an American agent, and he said, I said, you need to know this is going on. And he said, oh, did he kill anyone? I said, no. He said, did he sexually abuse anyone? I said, no. He said, did he go up the side of someone's head like Rihanna's boyfriend did? And I went, no. They said, well, what did he do? I said, he, he verbally abused someone while he was having a psychotic episode. He said, our industry wouldn't even look at that to that level. We we have so many people working in our industry who've done worse, is my point. And why is he the poster boy? I know of allegations out there of people in our industry who have repeatedly sexually abused people. And I, and, and I also don't want to hurt people who have been sexually abused who are taking a stand. I'm just saying this there must come a time. This must you, you, be a record in our music industry for turning someone into a pariah for this long. Show me someone else anywhere in the world who has not transgressed, who has transgressed at the same level. You, you said or asked why is he the poster boy? If you had your time again, would you still promote Sticky Fingers as the bad boys of Australian music? I used that word wrongly. I, I allowed that to go out, and it probably was an ill, Ill decision on my part. But at one point, they certainly were, and, and it's pretty obvious about how everybody is acting that they still see them as that. But yes, it was a poor choice of words on my part. Has this affected ticket sales, Peter? Oh, they weren't that great Monday and Tuesday after King Gizzard's announcement. Will you, do you think you'll struggle to sell tickets from here on in? 
you know what? Today's the day at the Pole Star Awards where Bluesfest is up for World's Best International Music Festival for the tenth time. No other Australian festival currently in existence has been nominated once. Peter Noble is the director of Bluesfest. I appreciate your time this afternoon. And thank you for being understanding. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.